stories today we're at the hills church in beautiful north richland hills not to be confused with richland hills because it's not that beautiful <laughs> and today we have kevin young here from the band disciple what's up man and he is going to be playing acoustic and people are saying how can you do rock heavy rock music acoustic and you can do it very well. Oh, well, thank you very much. We've been doing it for a while. So we're pretty excited about that. You know, we, you. you also have that new album that came out. Yes. Uh, Skeleton uh, Psalms. Yes. And it's it's been a couple of years since you actually uh, released a full tracked album. Right. 2019. Yeah, that's when all the, all the uh, COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. It took us a minute to get another one out, but finally did it. Yeah, you know, with uh, with patience, you know, we have to learn from James and patience. So, and patience is always the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, it was a little bit of patience, and uh, just everybody's older and families, and make, just trying to find time to make it happen. We had the songs for a while. We just. Uh, <laughs> Uh, wanted it to be right, wanted it to sound good, and that took some time. And um, I feel like we pulled it off. So, so let's let's go a little bit, a little bit uh, when you first started. Sure. Um, when you first started, you're you're like in the prime with the. Uh, with bands such as um, Breaking Benjamin, well, even before that, you were in '92. Yeah, and you were relatively young because we're about the same age. Yes, I was a baby boy. So, who was your um, who was your inspirations? Well, um, I was introduced to Christian uh, rock music around '87 or '88. And uh, White Cross was the first uh, metal, Christian metal band I'd ever heard. And Petra was the first Christian rock band. And, um, and Striper was around that time and, as well. And so those bands really shaped me. And I would go watch them perform, and they would be very evangelistic. And I would see kids uh, come forward and give their life to Christ. And I just thought it was the coolest, boldest thing I'd ever seen. And um, so I knew uh, very early on that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and so I was actually, we say the Disciples started in December of 1992. That was me and the drummer and the guitar player that we found, Brad Noah. But really, me and the drummer started Disciple even before that uh, with a couple of other guys that just didn't... Uh, we only played one show and didn't last very long. I mean, we, were, we were really young. Uh, I played my first show on Disciple September 22nd of 1990, actually, uh, at the age of 14. So I've been a Disciple for quite a while. And you're you're the actually the only original member. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you picked up everybody else around what twenty twelve. Yeah, the, these guys we call them Disciple three So there's been basically three lineups of Disciple. I've been in all of them, and this uh, these guys have been in the band for about ten years, uh, over ten years now, I guess. 
Yeah, the first time I, I ever heard, well, I was listening to a mixed, uh, a little mixed uh, streaming of uh, Breaking Benjamin, and then your Dear X came up, and it just resonated with me. The song, you. the song just resonated. It, was, it, it didn't feel like a Christian song because at that time, when I when I was searching for my soul, that um, it just it spoke out to me, and it was one of the. One of the keys to opening up my spirituality, That's I cool, just man. wanted to give you props. Thanks, man. Because That's really of cool. the, the the writing, the way the way it was orchestrated, the writing, it was just it was high powered, but it was a ballad. Yeah. To saying goodbye to to all the all the negativity in your Absolutely. life. Yeah, I just uh, went to a, an elementary school and spoke to a bunch of fourth and fifth graders and kind of was explaining to them the power of music and. I said some lyrics to them, you know, just kind of spoken words, said those lyrics to them. They were kind of looking at me and said, now I'm going to sing them to you. And I sang them the same exact lyrics. You just see their eyes just open wide and their mouths just kind of drop open. And, and I said, that's, that's the power of music. It's the same exact words, but now those words kind of, they had a melody and they're able to like reach your soul, you know, and, um, all music has that power. So it's just depending on what, what we want to say with it. Yeah, and it, it just it resonates like with Psalms, you know. Everything Psalms is music. Yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 love music. It's it's powerful music. And is that where it came from, Skeleton Psalms, your new album? It started out because we needed a cool title for a song. Uh, there's a song called Skeleton Psalm, uh, and we the hook of the title was called something more and i didn't really want to call a song something more i was like that's a little generic i'd like something a little more interesting you know memorable and it has a line in the song that says uh, always making room for a new skeleton which that's talking about just secrets in your life and and kind of coming clean with all the secrets in your life and and so uh, i said i like this word uh, skeleton in this line if we, what if we did something with skeleton and we eventually landed on skeleton psalms and and then the more we thought about it we said this would be a great name for the album because the album has so many themes of death and resurrection uh like six or seven out of the ten songs you know deal with death and resurrection um and so skeleton psalms kind of you know being a metaphor for you know a song about about death but the the hope also of the resurrection um so we we uh we went with that and we were pretty happy with it and you know what it it it, it shows you know it's it's powerful powerful cd that that we were we had a the uh, the honor to listen to on the way over here. We wanted to get psyched out, psyched, not psyched out, psyched up. Yeah, man. You know, Thank for, you for the show. I appreciate it. Uh, and you said you've been doing the acoustic for a while. Yeah, you know we uh, we do three types of shows, um, and it, it, it's really helped us to to open up our audience to to more people. Um, you know, we do rock shows, which is obviously our our primary focus. Uh, but sometimes we'll do an acoustic show, uh, and that brings in a, a definitely a wider uh, variety of audience that comes in, you know, older that would not come to a rock show. And we also started a worship band called Honor and Glory, which is all the same guys, uh, but it's kind of... Um, it's worship music with an edge to it. Uh, and so we do those three types of uh, shows, and um, it's, it's a lot of fun, at, you know... The guys are just super talented musicians, and so playing acoustic shows is a lot of fun for them. Just kind of show off how really talented they are. Uh, I'm kind of doing the same thing no matter what, so it doesn't really matter to me. But uh, 
Uh, but we have a lot of fun doing it. It's very, very unique, very different, in- interesting, and keeps uh, keeps the flavor going for us. You know, spy- uh, changing it up a little bit. Yeah. So, so going back to '92 when you first started yeah. listening to Pes- Petra and yeah. uh, White Cross uh, to now with the more modern Christian metal bands right. that are out there, um, do you believe? Um, do you believe that God is actually putting forth a front of Christian metal and it's coming up? Because I'm starting to see a lot more individuals coming out uh, with heavy worship. Uh, man, you know, you never know with rock music. I mean, one day it's dead, one day it's alive and well, the next day it's dead, the next day it's uh, bigger than it's ever been. Uh, you never know, man. Um, so if I'm just, I've been here for the whole ride. I've been here for ups and downs and roller coasters. I've seen, I've seen metal worship. Uh, Les Carlson, you said, is a good buddy of mine, lead singer Blood Good. He did a metal worship album in like 1991 or whatever. So it was around back then and it's coming back. Uh, it all happens and cycles man so i i don't really pay attention too much i just i'm here for the ride and you know and you do it for the glory of god so absolutely uh you don't feel like you've ever been worn out um, because you have played for so long or does does uh being with the holy ghost had actually just get, kept you filled up or is this is this something that you believe that god has given you this gift to share to to the masses yeah um i you know, I mean, I get tired like everybody else, um, you know, but I don't feel uh, I don't feel any less than I've ever been. I don't feel like my voice is any less than it's ever been or my energy has been any less than it's ever been. I mean, uh, it's always hurt. There's, you know, it, it hurt to headbang when I was 21 and we'd wake up sore and we'd wake up, you know, in pain from the show the night before. And that's because rock and roll is a contact sport. You know, it's it's violent. And um so I still feel that every morning after a show. Um, but, you know, it hasn't stopped me yet. You know, I'm still jumping as high and headbanging just as hard as I ever have. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can attribute that to uh, this is what I do or a Holy Spirit or what. I don't I don't know, but I have no uh, no intentions of stopping anytime soon. And uh, with that, with that to keep going, are y'all still writing for, for the next album? Or are you no, still? Gosh, no. We just put this one out, so we are like playing video games right now. <laughs> 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 we actually um, have some leftover songs <coughs> that didn't make the record that we will probably there's about four or five of them that are already written we will probably start working on those and recording those and hopefully like this time next year have a deluxe edition of skeleton psalms out that has those songs that didn't make the record it's kind of like what we did with love letter kill shot too yeah Uh, in 2020 there was three songs came out darkness dies and uh, kingdom come and enemy and those were the deluxe edition songs and so we'll do something like that again and you know, you know, you just keep rocking it, and it, and it sounds your your new album. It, it you can feel the upgrade in in the in the whole feel of it, but it's still the same sound, and you still sound like you were back then in '92. So yeah. Yeah, uh, and somebody said, you know, no matter how good Van Halen ever got, you know, it's still David Lee Ross voice on it, you know, and, and whatever they did, whether it was jumping on a keyboard or Panama on guitar, it's still David singing. And that's kind of the way it is with me. No matter what the music is doing, it's, it's still me singing. So, you know, it's always kind of that constant thread throughout. And uh, where are you going after this? Are you heading south or... 
Um, tomorrow we play in Arkansas, then we finally go home for a little bit. Yeah. Hang out with our families. Because God said we need to rest, right? Absolutely. You can. And, and I'm really good at it. Yeah. Resting. <laughs> real fast, real fast. What is your favorite game you're playing right now? Oh, I don't know. We play a lot of Rocket League on the bus. Um, that's my, probably my favorite Xbox game. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in the Xbox? Yeah, unfortunately. See, I've been playing the Jedi Survivor because I, I hate heard playing it's with awesome. other people. <laughs> I've heard it's awesome. Is it great? Yeah, it's really good. The cool. storyline, you awesome. know, it, it, it's bringing Star, Star Wars back to us instead of the corporation. So. Yeah, that's cool. But, uh, but yeah, you know, is there anything you want to uh, speak to the listeners? Is there something that God has been telling you to speak to them to give them uh, some kind of uh, feel? Uh, sure. There's something I've been thinking about about a lot recently um, that's been on my heart and, you know, the importance of the resurrection. You know, most of us really hold the cross in high regard and we should. You know, the cross is like this majorly important popular symbol. It's on top of every church. There's really not a, a great symbol for the resurrection. I don't even know how you would symbolize it. You know, put it on top of a steeple, you know, like a, a hole and a rock moved out of the way. I don't know how you do it, but... Uh, the cross is kind of a place where most of us go and we stop there. But resurrection is the destination. The destination is not the cross. The, the cross is only the bridge or the road to resurrection. You know, most of us as Christians, you know, we talk about laying our lives down or being crucified or dying daily. Uh, and that's not our destination. That's just the road to resurrection. So, you know, resurrection is where um, we become children of God. Resurrection is where the transformation happens. It's kind of like the picture of baptism. You know, our old life goes down into the water and we rise up to this new life. And the cross provided a way for us to have relationship with God, you know, going holy, holy, so to speak. And I'm, I know I'm covering a lot of ground in a small amount of time, but that's that's the resurrection. That's So most of us, when we pray, we're asking for our sins to be forgiven, but for what purpose? The, the sins to be forgiven, that's the cross, but we pass through that. Why? And that's to go into this new place of resurrection and relationship with God where we can be transformed into something different. Anybody can stop doing bad things. And sometimes asking for forgiveness is just stopping, you know, doing bad things. But we're pursuing something more than just the cross. We are going through the cross to resurrection to become new, transformed, born again, something that we were not before, children of God. And um, so I've been really talking a lot about the power of the resurrection and, and, and seeking out the power of the resurrection resurrection and not just not just living a life of asking for forgiveness but living a life of transformation and you know what that is awesome because it's all about a relationship when you have that resurrection you have to keep that relationship going with jesus and you you have to repent and you have to to just to show that 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 love and you have to amplify it and shoot it out there to the world, which I believe you do with your music. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just want to appreciate uh, tell you I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, man. I know that you're going to get ready. You need to relax a little bit before the before the show today. Uh, relaxing's done. It's work time now. It's work time. It's work time. <laughs> well, uh, you mind um, sending us out with a prayer? Sure, man. That'd be great. All right. Uh, God, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity to hang out with uh, Johnny and Chris and uh, appreciate their show and I ask you to, to bless their show. Anybody listening, I just ask that, um, that we would all be awakened 
to this truth of this relationship that we have for you that oftentimes I take it for granted and treat it as common and treat it as something that can just be number eight, number nine, number 10 on my priority list. And uh, Lord, I just ask you to just help us all to put you first, to make you the absolute sovereign God of our life and where all the other things kind of fall to the wayside and you are the most important number one thing because that's what the cross has provided for us this opportunity to pass through into resurrection and relationship with you and that's where the transformation happens and we want to become more than what we were and become what you would have us to be and so i ask that for myself for johnny for chris for everybody listening here today in jesus name amen amen man i got the goose pimples there with that uh all right well thank you kevin for for being on the show today it's an honor to meet you yeah man uh nice to meet you too so so you know if you ever have a chance to go out and listen to them live which we're going to do here in a couple hours you know uh, come or come on down to uh, North Richland Hills you know this I've, family I've, I've actually never seen a disciple show so I hope you guys hope you guys like it well I'll let you know <laughs> I'll let you know let me know, if, show. let me know if they're any good all right <laughs> Okay. Well, um, this is uh, Johnny Tacos. If, if you're thinking that this was a show for Food Network, learn how to make some awesome tacos, I hate to disappoint. <laughs> the one thing I can tell you right now is you get edification through Jesus Christ from my um, guest testimony and my constant babbling. With, without that, without y'all listening, I would just be staring at the wall talking to myself, and that would give ample ammunition for my wife to put me away for life. <laughs> but um, like I said, y'all are the sour cream on this Taco Supreme, and without y'all, you know, I would be lost. But you know what? The Lord has us as a family. Uh, we're growing closer together. And I want to thank this is my 200th episode. And we're going to go out in style with uh, Dear X. So here we go. God bless. God keep you. And don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir. Good man. Have yourself a great day. We're out.